cool. On today's book club, <laughs> so we're talking about the Bible. How about that? <laughs> can Austin, we d- remind me, 66 we, books to can, be exact. Can we, just, can we just cut that? <laughs> that, cut. Was no, that was no, no good? No, no, no. That, no. that was great. That was too good. It needs to okay. be a promo <laughs> for okay. something. It's a promo for this this podcast. I don't know. Like, it needs about. to be a teaser, like a trailer. That, that would be incredible. <laughs> the next the, sermon the, series. On, on today. <laughs> sermon series but we are talking about the bible today we are uh you know plenty different books Uh lots of books do you Uh have a do you have a favorite book romans still romans yep that's a good one romans or i've been reading through lately i've been trying to work through the bible kind of chronologically and i've been reading in like the first five books like leviticus okay it's actually pretty cool it's one of one of our best it's a lot (laughs) <laughs> it's, a it's a lot <laughs> i you know you read through it, it there's a lot of it's easy to get lost in oh yeah for sure oh yeah don't get me like it's it's, it's deep but it's it's good yeah it's it might, good. might be a little cliche but i like i like proverbs maybe Pro- we, i feel like we definitely Prover- talked about proverb a day keeps the devil away <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> well do you have uh as a as a scholar yourself, I hate that. Go ahead. <laughs> as a though. biblical scholar yourself, I hate that. Uh, Go ahead. What, what is uh, what is your favorite translation? Oh, he just opened up a whole Uh-oh. can of. <laughs> um, really, I mean, so I like like I'm trying to trying to learn some of the history and stuff behind it. So I like it's the Bible wasn't written in English, so I'm trying to learn to read in hebrew and greek i'm trying not great at it yet but i like the more literal translations the kind of like word for word so Mm -hmm. i would say for me like the the nasb is a good one for studying the nrsv for me is i think the the most easily readable one and then the esv is another good one but i I like to preach or teach out of the niv just because that's a little bit easier i don't know what about what about you uh well you know i've bounced i've bounced around um i'm strictly a king james man (laughs) not kidding (laughs) i'm not i have a tough time like i have a tough time reading in general and then you get to that and it's like well you don't generally speak the king's english do you (laughs) no Uh, you know i do when i talk about soccer games (laughs) sure yeah yeah the other day austin goes about a baseball game Says, ah, it's three nil. Oh, get out of here, this guy. Yeah, sorry guys. Hey, I, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. It's a real we're, King, we're good. King James man, right? Yeah, there. exactly. No, but I'm a. My mom has always like pushed us to read NLT. She's like, you guys got to read NLT. That's a good. One. And yeah, yeah, no, and so that's what I, that's what I read now. In college, I read ESV because that was kind of the one that they had preached through a lot. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of what I was going through. But no, I like NLT. I like yeah. I like both. Um, and then the message, you know, the message is always good every once in a while. I think it's important. I think it's important too. There really is like contrary to popular opinion, because a lot of people, it's easy to like kind of ping to one side or the other and say, oh, well, I'm like, this translation is the best or this translation. Every translation is an interpretation. Yeah. So there really is no, like you have the, definitely the more accurate ones, like the more word for word, literal ones. Like, yeah, that's great. Sure. Like, I love those because those are great for studying if you don't know languages and all that nerdy cool stuff that, you know me. <laughs> yeah, that, that nerdy cool stuff, yeah. Yeah, that. But then there are translations that are a lot easier to understand. Again, all translations are interpretations of the original text, right? So, I guess if you're listening or watching, um, first of all, thank you for being here. <laughs> Second of all, don't burden yourself with, I guess, the debate of 
Like, yeah, it's just whatever, whatever you like. Well, the more important thing is that you're reading the Bible. Yeah. The Bible was written for us to be read. So if you like reading the Bible, I, I think Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, all three of them, you know, three yeah. in one kind of thing. The whole gang. <laughs> the whole gang. He would much rather you read the Bible than in, in a language or a, a dialect that makes sense or that kind of fits in with the culture around us more so than not reading it at mm-hmm. all, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is kind of the important takeaway. Mm-hmm. Or listen. Or listen. Yeah, yeah we can do that now. Yep. That's really cool. Uh-huh. I've, what is it? Not It's not Kindle. It's not Audible. There's... What is it? it? There's one app that I heard a certain pastor plugging and like get, like reads you the Bible. It's huh. really cool. And it's like, it's cool. The cool. Bible app? <laughs> can you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can listen to the Bible through the Bible app. Really? I've heard of this brand new app, guys. It's pretty cool. It, the Bible app. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? I didn't know it was called the, you know, it's whatever. You know, let's just get into the yeah, episode, yeah. shall we? <laughs> Well, welcome in to Figuring It Out, everybody. My name is Austin, and this over here, this lovely gentleman here, his name is Spencer. It's me. And we're figuring it out with Austin and Spencer. Yep. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening, thank you so much. We're so glad you've joined us here. And today's topic, as you probably saw in the description or the title, is kind of a interesting one. It's, oh, yeah. It can, it can be very, like, cookie-cutter Christian, but we're trying to take it in a way that's not. And that's talking about the Bible. Yeah, how to... How to I don't know. Experience it as we're going through these this life's or life like stage. or like why is it necessary? Yeah, exactly. Why do we need it? And can we get the same? I guess can we get the same results without the Bible? Hmm. Right. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about. So I guess to start us off, real. Let, let's dive the, deep the, here. The big heavy <laughs> right off the bat. Okay. So why do you think? Do you think the Bible is necessary, and why? What if I said no? <laughs> I mean, it's your opinion. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. No, no. The Bible is definitely necessary. Um, I feel like, well, it is like a, a guide, a guidebook how to, to how to live life. But it's also like it gives us examples. It tells us about who Jesus is, um, and it just it brings life. It's like without it, goodness gracious, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've definitely tried to do life without it. Mm-hmm. Um, what What do you? I guess what constitutes doing life? without it like what does that mean uh not spending time reading it okay yeah, yeah. so just not knowing it yeah and i think that was or like even not diving in entirely like not like you know like when i was younger even in high school like i would just you know read through it and not really think about it okay like you're kind so of you just, just like, kind of check it off you're kind of just like reading the words like oh that was good and then you just move on about your day you don't really mm-hmm. meditate on it okay um, so you're kind of just reading it to kind of just Exactly. Check. check check the box and just be like, yep, I read the Bible. Doing good. Doing doing my things. Yeah. Doing like, all of the good things. Like that's what I'm a Christian. I should read the Bible. I did. So check. Right. Yeah. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. What okay. about you? I think for me, yes, I think the Bible is vitally important. Number one, because it shows us who God is it, instead of this kind of nebulous, distant, higher power. It shows us, it introduces us to God, who is like, yep, the highest power, the highest conceivable, thinkable power. Yeah, all that good stuff. But it shows us that he's not distant or far off. Mm. Yeah, he's the highest power, but he's around us and he's active with us. And I know for me, it the Bible 
kind of awakens me to that reality that like God is not because it's easy for us as we go throughout life to kind of fall into rhythms and routines and just kind of forget, I guess, that God is like here with us in the room and he's there with you watching or listening wherever you are. But I guess the busyness and and oftentimes the things we, we struggle with in life, like negative self-doubt, like things that we wrestle with often tell us or try to tell us that God's not there and that we're kind of in this by ourselves and we got to pick ourselves up by our own bootstraps kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, scripture, regularly reading scripture and like you said, thinking about it and diving into it helps bring me back to this reality. Like, no, 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 that's not true. It's kind of just the enemy playing with my mind and saying, no, like God's not, God's not here. God doesn't really care. He like, how could you expect the God of the universe to care about your needs? Yeah. Right. And I think the Bible shows us that that's not true. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that you can apply that why the Bible is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you want to be a Christ follower, you have to know how to love others. And, and you have not, to know who Christ is exactly. and what he did. Exactly. And so you have to know how Christ sees people. And so right. you're not going to be able to do that by, you know, not spending time learning about how Christ, like, right. That's right. That's like that's ridiculous. important. Yeah. yeah. And also I guess the scriptures for me provide a, a good explanation of why things are the way they are. Right. It provides a, tells us how we got here, tells us why things are, why things kind of stink around us right now, if, or why things are going well. And it tells us, Hey, this is the ultimate vision of who God is and what God's about, ultimately culminating in God's literal physical presence on the new heaven and new earth. Right. right. And like during, while things are in chaos or right in a bunch of crap, like what, what do you look to during that time? Like what, what gives you peace? And it's like, well, the Bible gives you peace and that telling you about, you know, who God is, that he's in control, giving you these reminders so you're not running around with your head cut off. Right. And it can kind of, nice. you know, yeah. Nice image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calm you down and separate you from everybody else and, if, and the idea that, like, it's, all, it's okay. God's in control. Right. Um, so there's a, there's a lot that we can, yeah. that, you could, that why the Bible is important. But that's a lot easier said than done, being like, oh, oh reading sure. the Bible consistently, for diving sure. in. Especially you have those days where you're just like, ah, like I'm just tired. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to sure. like fully invest in this right now. Like, or I just need a break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And well, there's actually a, I remember I read a long time ago, I read uh, Albert Pujols. Uh, oh, the guy, the guy from the the he, Cardinals. Yeah, he's on the base, Cardinals again. Baseball yeah. player uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's been around for a long time. He wrote a book, uh, and he was saying if you don't have time for prayer to read the Bible and to pray, like you don't have time for anything. If you don't have time to spend time with God, then you don't have time for anything. I else. didn't know he was a Christian. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. So I I've kind of like that's something that's like kind of stuck around. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like. When I'm like getting in bed and I was like, I decided like maybe not to read that mm-hmm. night. It's like, ah. Oh. Albert Pujols. Like, <laughs> if I've got time to watch YouTube, I've got time to read the Bible. If I've got time to watch Albert Pujols friggin', play. <laughs> <friggin> Albert. <laughs> that's great. But that's, yeah, so I think that's that's a good reminder. No, it is. It, but, it absolutely is. But yeah, so it's like, it's easier said than done because maybe, you know, we find it boring and we can get into right. that. Or it's like, how do we even, like, what do I read? Like, I, how do I know what to read? Or, or how do I read it? Or, like, we were kind of talking about when we started, like, the book of Leviticus seems completely foreign to us. Yeah. Because we, 
we, uh, you don't see a whole lot of like animal sacrifices going on today <laughs> and like that's okay right but there's that disconnect of mm-hmm. hey this was happening in their culture and we don't have this going on in our culture so like is it still applicable do we throw out some do we keep some? like do we keep others what's the line and so i would say the bible is not an easy book to read yeah like, books to read it's it's like a collection of what 66 different books written by a number of different people over thousands of years so in that sense it's very complex and entering the world of the bible so to speak like that's a challenge and i think for a lot of us when we hear that that kind of oh my goodness like i i can't well, if I'm not right, if I'm not in the right headspace, kind of like you said, if I'm tired or if I have things going on in my life, I can't, I can't get into, I can't really dig into it yeah. and experience it. So I guess, what is, well, first let, let's kind of let's kind of go this way. What is in your mind a wrong way to kind of approach or read scripture? Oof. Um. Well, I think kind of how I was talking about. Like the kind of like ah oh, yeah like the check the the checkbox check okay yeah yeah and so we can kind of just make it a quick like oh like you know I'll open up my Bible point to a verse ah oh, this looks good <laughs> uh, animal sacrifice all right that's got, <laughs> well that, that could that, be dangerous be that. <laughs> and so you take things out of con- like but you're not really reading through it you're just kind of okay. like scanning over the words and kind of just be like oh yep I did my Bible reading for the day and you don't really get anything out of that mm-hmm. um, right you know maybe something will stick out but. Most of the time, it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to read through it and not really think about it too much. And so that's right. That's not the right way. So just kind of, I guess, you have the checkbox mentality, but kind of, because it's so easy just to kind of like read and just let your mind go elsewhere, which absolutely to me, that shows just how powerful our human minds are to be like actually doing one thing and we're kind of off yeah. wherever. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like, I get that because it's, it's hard to engage in a book that came from uh, thousands of right. years ago, yeah. right? So it's easy to kind of let your eyes glaze over and just kind of skim over, mm-hmm. right? It's like that when you're reading like a textbook and then you or like a, a book for school and then you're like reading like the same couple lines over and over again. You're like, <laughs> crap. You're like, I got to go like start back up here. Yeah. 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 But I think another, I think another kind of wrong frame of mindset to approach it is that so you kind of approached it at the thing none of it is really applicable to me right now we know it is but in that kind of checkbox mentality we kind of get into oh we just got to get through it Mm -hmm. just kind of got to grit our teeth and finish today's reading right i think the other mistake we can sometimes make when coming to the bible is thinking that everything every like individual word every everything is kind of like i i know the bible project we've kind of talked about them before but some of the guys on there call it the devotional grab bag mentality right where we're expected to open the bible for 20 minutes read it study it interpret it and then apply it to our lives take that principle all throughout the day just in 20 minutes Hmm. which is I can't do that. <laughs> that doesn't work for me. And I think in some passages, doing that, some parts of the Bible, we actually miss the depth of what's going on. And when we don't kind of 
back up and look at the whole picture and scope of the Bible, I think we miss a whole lot. Hmm. And I think if we if we're just opening it kind of like the chapter a day mentality and we're just we're looking for that like one little keyword or phrase it's and God can speak through that and God does speak through that so I'm not saying that's just terrible I'm just saying it's maybe not the best frame of mind to enter into time with the Lord or reading scripture with sure. right yeah so does that makes sense yeah, yeah so so what is then the correct like is there like a a best practice there or yeah, like, it's, it's 40 minutes. 40 not minutes. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 43 minutes and 30 seconds on the dots. That's, that's the prime time right there. No, I mean, honestly, something... So when I I graduated school last year, and it was I was kind of in this weird funk. We, so last episode, we kind of talked about a little bit of deconstructing mm-hmm. Christianity, faith, all that stuff, and how that's a teaser... Go back and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we, we kind of talked about how it's necessary to kind of, to go back and ask those questions, right? Mm-hmm. And how it's okay. It's not it's not bad. You're not wrong. Just go in with the right mentality. Don't try to just debunk it and whatever. Like go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I think I kind of went through a little bit of that when I graduated college, okay. and because I I've been in the church for years. And what's sad is that I even went through Christian school, Bible college, and I didn't feel like I really knew how to dig deep and read the Bible. Hmm. And so I kind of went through this weird little funk where I kind of, I would, I would read, yes, I'd read to know, but I wouldn't read and it wouldn't transform me. Okay. And what I actually started doing in the fall when I started seminary, and it's just, more Bible school, but they, they taught me to read scripture as one kind of big story. Okay. Right. And it took a lot of pressure off of me and it was kind of a breath of fresh air to where I can sit down and I can enjoy, I can read, for example, like the whole book of Galatians or Romans. I can read that in one sitting and walk away and go, that's great. Like that was really cool. Because Romans was a letter written to specific people in a different time frame and culture than we live in now, right? Mm-hmm. The same with like the, the really Old Testament books, like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, the ones that we look at and go, eh, not so, not so good or not so interesting. And for me, that kind of that I guess that was one kind of thing that shifted my mindset okay. in reading scripture. Interesting. Yeah. Well, fact that you can sit down and read a, a whole book in one sitting like oh. <laughs> well like, i mean i say romans because romans is like 16 chapters okay i mean if you re- like i i couldn't i can't i could if i had like a couple hours to spare read isaiah in in one sitting but that's sure. that's like 60 plus chapters. yeah yeah so there are some books of the bible where that approach is a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. but i guess it helped me to instead of taking it chapter by chapter by chapter Sit down and just read kind of a chunk of, yeah. of the story, right? Mm-hmm. I think of Genesis. Like, read the big chunk about, oh, I'm going to read about the life of Jacob today. And then I'm going to read about the life of Joseph today. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to read chapters 26 and 27. Sure. That, that's something that's helped me. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I've been. I've been in the chat. I go chapter yeah, by fine. chapter. And again, and, that's not yeah, bad. It's, yeah, that's that's not a bad way to go through it. Um, I, I think a lot of it is just the 
uh, intention of like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to dive deep into this. I'm going to see, you know, or something that's on your heart. I think that's a good way to, cause you know, they, they talk about like the flipping over and you point to a spot, right? Like, oh, that's where I'm going. But like, whatever, like you're like, okay, a easy thing to do is like Google, like, what does the Bible say about this? If that's been right. on your heart for a little bit, right? And it's like, okay, it gives me a couple of verses, a couple of chapters to read through. And it's like, okay, well, what is God saying about this? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also a good way to go about it. Right. But you talked about kind of, we can read the Bible and apply it to ourselves. Like right. everything, like the Bible, we can make the Bible about me. Us, all yeah. About, all That's about a good me. point. Pastor Matthew does uh, yeah, this, the, the circle this number. Yeah. 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 That whole number. <laughs> and so we can be like, okay, this is all about everything I'm reading here. That's all about me. But that's mm. that's not the case. So how do mm. we, how do we? Oh, like break out of that mindset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, that's good. Yeah. That was good because the Bible's, it's not about, it's yeah. not about you. It's not about, it's about us, right? It's about the people of God. I guess you could say coming back to God or God coming into the brokenness of his people and making them whole again. I think one thing that's been helpful for me, apart from all of the work I do for school with like studying the Bible and going into the weeds, so to speak. I think one thing that's helped me is to discern the original context of what's going on. Not like just kind of broad strokes. Okay. uh, This, this book was written by Paul to the Romans in this era of history. So once you kind of fill in the gaps about what's going on around it, then you can fit the puzzle piece of the Bible into it and understand a little bit more of the complex issues that the people were facing in that time. And then, because it was meant to be applicable, the entire Bible is applicable to us today, 100%. However, there are some things that, there are some cultural differences. Like, for example, I mentioned the sacrificial system. We don't do animal sacrifices in America. But... I think there's principles underneath that we can we can yeah, dig out, yeah, right? Absolutely. And even the sacrificial system, how it points forward to Jesus and Jesus fulfills that in the New Testament, we can look at that. We can read the book of Leviticus and say, God, thank you so much for Jesus. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending that sacrificial lamb uh, at, the, at the appointed time, at the appointed place for my sins, mm-hmm. right? I think to, for me, that is one of the most helpful spears of under, understanding the Bible. And I guess really then moving into applying it to my life. Because though our cultures are kind of different, we still wrestle with the same things that yeah. we re- that people that our brothers and sisters centuries ago wrestled with. Mm-hmm. And you said the, the whole Bible is like a, a story. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's about that's, Jesus. That's important. Yeah. Like it's a story. It's not just, it's not a rule book. It's not a theological treatise. Yeah. And, and, and you're talking about, you know, how Leviticus, the sacrificial things points to Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice. Right. And we kind of talked about that. And when we talked about how, to, or like the old Testament, like, is it still applicable? It's like, yes, it's, it's all pointing to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Everything is pointing to Jesus. And so I think that, like you said, that's a, that's a cool way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And cause that opens your, like that kind of blows your mind in different parts where you like yeah. read a book earlier in your life and you're like, and then you're looking back at it now kind of through that new lens almost. And you're mm-hmm. like, Oh shoot. Which I don't know if you've, done this but there are a f- I, I mean i've collected a lot of bibles over the years because for a while i really wrestled with like translational issues and like getting this translation and that translation and 
this was before I had <laughs> I had access to the internet regularly. Okay. Where Bible.com, where you can go and get <laughs> any translation on there. But I have some paper Bibles that I've gone in and written notes in. Hmm. And it's really interesting to see, I guess, kind of my thought evolution yeah. of how I thought about that passage then compared to like how God is speaking through it today. Sure. And I, have you, have you had that experience? Uh, I haven't done that in my Bibles too much uh, because I'm just like a, I'm a messy writer. And ah. so it just like, <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's really bad. So I do journal though. Okay. And so I've been doing that for a couple of years. And so to go back to like when I was journaling in college, which it's funny because like I will write like the date. Yeah, and yeah. And I see just in college there's just major gaps of time. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I was uh, not doing too well during that during that era. Right. And it's like oh okay, well that makes sense. But just like seeing the difference, like because I've gone back and looked at those, it's like the depth of where I was taking things mm-hmm. was not the same. Like I was, mm-hmm. it was just very very shallow stuff. Right. Like oh this is good. It, like it it wasn't anything you know, actually diving into who Jesus was. It was, it was very basic stuff. Yeah, okay. And so, um, and so I've been able to see like as time has gone on and the more time I've spent, you know, reading the Bible, like the more that I've, you know, understood it a little bit and understood the connection points and um, just dived in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and you, and you also mentioned um, getting into the weeds and <laughs> yeah. fun. And, I'd- and so, uh, I know you wanted to talk about whether or how to stay out of that kind of, right? Or not go okay, too yeah. far. I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if you're one of the people, if you're kind of a nerd like me, like, <laughs> you want to learn, you want to learn the languages you like, that's really cool. And there's a lot of kind of hidden gems in there, but there's not for the average everyday person who does who isn't in in school or like critically studying the bible like god it's not necessary you don't need to be proficient in hebrew and greek and you don't need to be a anthropologist a guy who studies cultures to to read the bible the most important thing is that you read it yeah right it's it's the words of life right god preserved his words in written form for a reason and that is for us to read it and to know him so without going into the weeds, it is possible to to love God. You like you could go your whole life without learning Greek or Hebrew and still fall in love with God's word, arguably more than a lot of scholars and theologians out there today. Okay. So, yeah, it, like my th- if you want to go into the weeds, go into the weeds, like study all of that cool stuff and let me know because I love to talk about that stuff. <laughs> you guys will have a very in-depth conversation. Oh yeah. But if that's if that's kind of daunting or kind of makes you go, eh, like I like I don't have the time. I just like how is God speaking to me right now? Like that's okay. Like sit down and read and think about yeah, think about the original audience, right? Think about why Paul was writing this letter. Think about why the Israelites were going through this. I, one of my favorite stories is the Exodus, mm. right? And that's something that, you know, yeah, we still have slavery today. We still have oppression today. We still have even racism and genocide today. But that's not like a lot of us don't encounter that. A lot of us in America don't encounter that firsthand on a day-to-day basis, right? So on, on large scales, I should say, there are minor issues. But... 
I think that that story of the Exodus is still widely applicable to each and every one of us mm. because there's principles underlying there that we share with the Israelites because in that story, we are the Israelites, right? We are living in a foreign land, in a strange world, and we can kind of seem like outsiders. Those who follow Jesus, Jesus said, like, we're not going to fit in, yeah. right? We're going to stand out. And the beautiful thing about scripture is God tells us that's okay. And that even though we stand out to the world and even though we may be looked at as a little bit strange and a little bit weird, we're not weird to him. Yeah. Right. And he's right here with us right now. So I guess the big takeaway, the most important thing is to get into the word, to read the word, to think about it, to love it, to memorize it if you have to, plant it deep within your heart because that's... The times in my life where I've memorized script and like I've taken it and I've just thought about it, that's where the transformations come. Mm. And it's not because I, it's not anything that I did. It's the life-giving nature of God's word, God's written word. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I'm not someone who's like, who gets into the weeds. Yeah. And, and but like, that's okay. Yeah. And, but there, you're right. There are, um, like, there are some things that are very cool, like that I did, wouldn't have known. Uh, one of the main ones is uh, that Pastor Matthew has talked a lot about is like the when as after Peter denies Jesus and yeah. then Jesus asks him three times if he if he loves him and like the different words that they yeah. used in what is it the Hebrew Greek Greek yeah. Greek language um, that that they used during the time it's like oh that makes a little bit of a difference right um, for the word right. love that like that I would never have thought of and so there's a lot of things and a lot of different words. Um, and so I, I kind of usually take it as, as like someone preaches it, but like, I'm like, I'm not very good with learning new languages. I'm like <laughs> iffy on Spanish. And so it's like, ah, you know, well, it, like, yeah, cause it's there. We, we had to take it and we had to take it to graduate. Yeah, yeah. It's something you had to do, but I mean, yeah, but if, if you didn't, if like you don't love learning new languages and that's okay. And the beautiful thing is God knows that God actually gifted you with other talents and abilities other than languages. And so God doesn't expect everybody to be, to speak Hebrew and Greek, sure. right? It's helpful. It's a tool in the arsenal. And if you're, if you're going into ministry, like if you're going to, if you're studying to be a pastor or work at a non, like work at a parachurch organization, yeah, it's helpful because you're going to have all these questions and all these kind of attacks on scripture and people who want to discredit scripture and say how it's not the word of God, which like, yeah, that's a, that's a good discussion to have, mm. but you need to know what it says, why it says what it says. You need to know the, the deep portions of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But again, God doesn't require that for, for to know him, right? He's preserved his words in thousands of languages all across the world. And they're just as powerful as if they were written in Hebrew and Greek, right? Again, there's hidden gems there that you can pull out and you can, wow, like I never knew this. This is really cool. But it's not necessary. Yeah. Like it's not required, I should say. Yeah. So so now for someone who's like, ah, the Bible, like I've t- I just don't like reading, like the Bible can be boring. Yeah. Um, what would be like the best way to get someone who's like kind of struggling to get into the Bible, like what would be the best way to get them mm. into, we may may have covered this already because there's a lot of exciting things, a lot of like yeah. just wild things in the Bible, mm-hmm. but like how would, what would be the best way to kind of like jumpstart yourself 
yeah. in, in reading the Bible. Say like kind of to use the analogy of the ocean, start closer to the shore. Okay. <laughs> Don't, I wouldn't start in Jump the, straight into learning yeah. Hebrew. <laughs> Learn all the original texts. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I would say like it's okay to kind of walk into, like if the analogy is the ocean, start in the shallow water. Like start with, for me, my favorite gospel and the, the easiest, most straightforward gospel to understand is either the book of Mark or the book of John. And you can, again, you could go into the, the weeds on the book of John, but I just think the book of John captures the heart of Jesus in a mm. way. It speaks to me in a way that just, it blows my mind. Each and every time I come to the book of John, I love it. And I walk away changed. Okay. So, so I would say start there. Yeah. Like, so just learn who Jesus is. Learn who the people of Israel are. And don't don't feel this pressure to have to pull pull a nugget of truth out and walk into your day with it, right? Mm, yeah. Sit and read. Sit and, and love the story of Scripture. And there are creative ways to do that. If you don't want to sit and open the book and read, if you would rather read on an iPad or a phone, do that. If you would rather listen to it, do that too. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible app, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> on the Bible app, you can listen to the word without having to sit down and like be in silence and, and but also I would say a good place to start is is just to like just to think. Ask questions. Don't be afraid of asking real the real tough questions about the Bible. I think that's important. I think that the Bible's been asked those tough questions for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And so enter into that conversation and and don't don't be afraid to i guess just sit with the overall story of it that's what i would say what about what about you so because like i said during like during college even though i was at a christian college like i wasn't really like diving into it i was just it was go back look at my journals very shallow um but then once I was like wanting to start reading it i was like i just need to get into a rhythm and so for me what helped was just doing it daily, even though mm. that can seem kind of checkboxy, I think it's good to kind of like just get it as a habit. Mm. Um, and like, if that's how you're starting off. Um, and I was also like answering questions, like wh- how does this apply? Like, how can I apply this to my life? And like yep. kind of writing it down, like how can I, how can I apply this? What is, what does this say about God? Um, mm. And just kind of like answering those questions. And then I was like seeing things that I hadn't you know, that's a, recognized that, before. That's a good question. What does this tell me about God? What does this tell me about other? Yeah, yeah, I like that. And so I was kind of just, you know, going through that. And eventually that has like led up into me, like, you know, spending more time, like reading the Bible, diving in, um, asking more questions, you know, doing deeper dives. And so right. that, that kind of just helped starting off with doing it daily hmm. is kind of what helped me. So kind of developing a rhythm. Yeah, or a pattern. yeah. And yeah. so that like, even though it can seem kind of checkboxy, like I said, it just kind of helps you get the habit yeah. down. And I think there's kind of, there's a way to marry what kind of what I was saying about like reading the story and reading it every day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just sit down and read a chunk. You yeah. don't have to just, even if it's kind of, even if you walk away with more questions than answers, that's fine. You read it. And God is abundantly just, thankful and proud that you were spending time with him through just reading. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a really good, helpful key. And to act, like you said, ask good questions mm-hmm. about scripture. And and also being vulnerable in prayer to the point where you're just like, God, I'm having a tough time reading your word. Like just yeah. give, me, give me a desire to read it. Well, cause um, I would argue that you cannot 
accurately read scripture without prayer. I think the goal, you can't accomplish the goal of scripture without prayer, right? It, you should pray, be prayerfully reading scripture. Hmm. God, show me something, answer some question, or give me more questions to ask. Yeah. And every time, I, every time I've asked that question, yeah, you, God answers yeah, it. Yeah, you'll get an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that I think is, is super helpful. And there are a number of different resources of people who have written or podcasts about the Bible that are really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. And those have helped me understand a little bit of the heartbeat of scripture, sure. what the heartbeat of the story, so to speak. Yeah. I think that's a helpful thing too. Absolutely. But but yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, joining in with us today. If you have questions, let us know in the comments below on YouTube. We'll be posting this link on Facebook as well. But we always love hearing from you guys. So if you even disagree or think the Bible is not worth it, not worth the read, let us know. We'd love to connect with you and we'd love to hear your thoughts. But hey, until next episode, we love you guys. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Hey everybody, this is Austin from Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer and we release episodes on Thursdays and we would love to connect with you. You can watch either on YouTube or anywhere that you can download or listen to a podcast. We are on there as well. And we would love to connect with you and figure things out with you. So join us on Thursdays for Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer.